Welcome to the Awakened Life, where new age babes come for life and business advice. Hosted by Brianna Rose and Julia Portella. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Awakened Life, hosted by Brianna Rose and Julia Portella. This is our first episode, and we are so excited to debut our premiere episode on Modern Mediumship. Today's episode is sponsored by Brianna Rose Branding and The Divine Duo. And I would like to introduce my co-host, Julia. So, Julia, take it away. Hi. Hello. Excited to be here. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. So we had mentioned doing a podcast together. Mm-hmm. It was a very last minute kind of crazy situation that we bounced the idea around and we were like, let's just go for it. Mm-hmm. And now we're here and we're recording our first episode. It's I like know. so crazy. I can't believe it's so surreal. It literally happened in maybe two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> and Julia is an amazing psychic medium and basically she had a vision or spirit came to her and really felt that she should be doing a podcast and at the same time I was having a feeling that I should be doing a podcast with someone but I just didn't know who it would be yet and she ended up texting me and it all kind of just took off so organically after that and here we are and we're just so pumped to be here and to just be able to connect with you guys and create a really awesome show. Yeah, yeah so we... Can I tell everyone a little bit about your background? Yeah, so I have been studying spirituality for... Uh, close to five years now, I had gone to a psychic and she actually told me, you're supposed to be studying astrology and you're supposed to be studying tarot. And I was kind of like, yeah, right, whatever, when I walked out of there. And the next thing I knew, somebody else that I had done readings with sent me an email saying, hey, I'm teaching classes on astrology. Would you be interested in taking them? And I just took it as a sign from the universe. I went and I met with her. And she's been my mentor ever since. And I've been studying these in-depth uh, divination tools since since college, really. It's crazy, since the beginning of college. And now we're here, and we're doing a podcast, and we're doing some global stuff and putting mm-hmm. our name out there. It's really crazy. And Brianna, who is an amazing, absolutely phenomenal business coach and designer, has been with me every step of the way building my business and that's why this is such a great fit so why don't you talk a little bit about your business for a minute sure so my business is brianna rose branding and i am a branding specialist 
And I'm also a graphic designer for spiritual entrepreneurs. So I myself am an angel medium. I like to call myself, and we'll, we'll probably go over that a little bit later on. But basically, I connect with angels, and I channel angels and ascended masters. But I'm also obsessed with building brands and helping people that have a very strong mission get their voice out there, whether that is through design or that's through consulting or that's through public relations. Um, and it's basically been my passion since... I was in college. That's what I went to college for. I went to FIT and I had my degree in advertising and marketing communications. And then later on, I really developed my spirituality and I wanted to be able to create a business that merged both of those things because they're so opposite, but bringing them together can create such a successful business for not only myself, but for other people. And I just truly feel that by merging strategy and soul, you can just create the life that you've always wanted. And that's what I want to help people do. Yeah. I mean, you've been helping me do that since day one. So it's amazing <laughs> that we're here taking these techniques that I've seen you actually use uh, for me personally in my own business in the Divine Duo. And now I'm sort of rebranding and starting a new business. Um, so I'll be, I'll be owning two businesses now. Um, so with you both now for both of my businesses. And it's mm -hmm. cool to see you taking those strategies that I know have been so impactful in my life and helping other spiritual entrepreneurs getting to where they need to be because you've definitely helped me where I need to go. Aww, thank you. And I'm so grateful to be a part of that journey with you. It's so amazing to watch you grow and see how you're starting to evolve and extend all of your amazing gifts. And I can't wait to see what you come up with next. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> so um, basically we started the awakened life because we wanted to gear it towards people that were awakening themselves. And it's really all about, our podcast is all about helping people with life and business tips for the new age babe. And what we mean by that is just people that are probably millennials. Like it's open to everyone, but more focused on millennials, people that are our age that are opening up that have these gifts or they've had maybe some synchronicities or they see 11, 11 everywhere or Maybe they think of their friends and then that friend calls them and really helping people like that that are interested in evolving those techniques or really deepening their connection with themselves or with spirit. Or maybe, you know, you see shadows or you see sparks of light and trying to figure out what that really means and how you can bring it into your own life. So Julia is going to be touching upon all of those amazing spiritual divination tools and I'll be touching upon them, but in a different way, basing it more um, on your career and your business and seeing how to incorporate that into your daily life. Yeah, it's crazy. And this is something that I don't know about you, but for me, when I talk to people, millennials in particular, about this kind of ascension process that we've been going through since last August, it's amazing to hear how many people are truly waking up and mm -hmm. being conscious and being mindful. And it, these are great great experiences that they're having and there's no place for them to go. So I'm all about having a safe haven because I'm very young and being a spiritualist in a modern world is not easy. It's definitely something that gets a lot of questions by my peers. And it's, it's always good to have a sacred space, a nice space where you can go and you can feel safe. And we're definitely both about that which I feel like is really important because these experiences that people are going through can be kind of nerve wracking if you don't know what they are. I used to be scared of 
what I was going through when I was opening mm -hmm. up and I couldn't believe the synchronicities and the stuff that was happening. And now it's so funny because it's just secondhand nature to walk into a room and be like, Hey, Archangel Michael, what's up? How's it hanging? <laughs> it definitely makes life have more flow. Yes. And more meaning. Yep. And I think it just makes life that much easier because life can get really hard no matter who you are, where you are, what age you are. But by having these connections with whether it is a loved one that's passed on or it is an archangel or it is an ascended master, it just makes life that much more easier. It makes you feel like you're more supported. And I think that that's what we're all leaning towards. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you want to speak about what awakening means to you? Yeah, awakening to me is just consciously making mindful choices. Mm -hmm. It's being aware of yourself, your feelings. When I really actually think about it, it's it's not victimizing yourself to the outside world. Mm -hmm. It is taking control of your life and empowering yourself to kind of live this life that you've always dreamed of and not giving that power away to your circumstances, your coworkers, your family, situations that are going on around you, and just being really hyper aware of who you are, how you feel, and how you can maintain that energy throughout your day. Mm -hmm. What about you? I agree. I, I'm so on with that. And I also think that for me, awakening from my personal experience, it's almost like being cracked open. Yeah. And I think we always don't know, like, you just don't know what's going to happen. Like all of a sudden, like one day and it's like, whoa, you're completely raw and you kind of don't know how you got here and what's going on and why is this happening and where should you be going? And it's almost having this sort of crisis at the age of like, you know, in your early to mid twenties, you're like, what am I doing with my life? Where do I, where do I belong? Um, and I think that that's what the awakening process is, is knowing that you're being cracked open, but it's, you're being cracked open for a good reason. And it's in order to heal it's really all about finding yourself and finding your path and not only that but accepting yourself for what your path is because so many times it's like we grow up and we think that we're going to be this certain way and life sometimes isn't always on that pretty perfect path and then all of a sudden you're in this space and you're trying to figure yourself out and the awakening process i think allows you to go through that and it helps you to connect with your higher self so that you have a stronger intuition and a stronger sense of yourself and not relying on someone else's happiness relying on your own self to make you happy because that's the foundation for your entire life yeah absolutely and it's kind of this cycle process that keeps happening mm -hmm. you bust open a little bit and you get what you're supposed to get and you kind of get comfortable with that. And then all of a sudden you bust wide open again and you realize, wow, this problem that I thought I had healed, it goes a little bit deeper than that. Or these gifts that I thought that I have, it, it goes a little bit deeper than that. And it kind of keeps shifting and evolving. And that's what's so great about it. It's not this one and done process. It's something that we're consistently going through for from now until our entire lives and things that heal go away and then new issues come through and Mm -hmm. new things develop and you're pushed to new limits and it's interesting to see how we'll evolve as the podcast grows and how our listeners will definitely evolve as they're awakening and then they're going through the cycle all over again so we'll, we'll kind of get people all over the map which is really awesome yeah our our vibe will attract our tribe yeah <laughs> <laughs> motto. say that <laughs> Well, like I put that one in the bag. I was hoping. <laughs> to <get that> <laughs> yeah. So 
basically that's why we created the awakens life because we both have such deep respect for the awakening process and i think through the that process we've both come out on the light side and we just want to take this knowledge and be able to educate whether it be our viewers, our clients, friends, family, whoever it might be, educate them on this process of it's gonna be okay. And there are these outlets out there that you can connect to or just being more at ease with yourself and how to create um, more clarity within your life through divination tools or through spiritual practice, whether it's you know meditation, maybe working with tarot or just connecting with your guides and angels um, and just making it really easy because there's so much information out there, which is so great that we're living in this world where you could just go on google and get everything at your fingertips but we want to share what our experiences are because we know it's unique to us and be able to establish that connection with you guys absolutely and you just mentioned archangel and we've talked about ascended masters and we've talked mm -hmm. about loved ones that have passed away so this is actually a great little segue into something that's really important to both of us which is modern mediumship yes and kind of what that term means and this is going to be something that you hear us both say a lot because it's something that's so the old way of reading through tarot cards, I love tarot cards, but there's a lot of things in this field that are very antiquated now. Mm -hmm. And doing a podcast is actually a great way to kind of bust open this new age. New age! Experience, yeah, <laughs> that we're, my experience that we're having and to bring in this term modern mediumship and what that means to both of us. So Brianna, do you want to talk a little bit about that? You kind of coined the term. Yeah, thank you. Um, I came up with modern mediumship. I wouldn't say I came up with it. It actually came to me a couple of months ago because from my point of view where I was at a couple of years ago, even just my entire life, you always think of mediums as something that's so esoteric or something that is so um, outdated almost where you think of like a woman who's sitting there with maybe like a crystal ball and tarot cards. And it's just, it almost has this like darker energy towards it. And when I started developing my own intuitive skills and figuring out what mediumship was to me, I realized that that's not really the case, that that's just basically what Hollywood created it out to be. Or, and that's something that's very outdated as well. And in this new world that we're living in, where everyone is awakening and tuning into their skills, and it's also safe for everyone to accept themselves and utilize these mediumship skills. There's so many different avenues that you can go down with mediumship. You don't have to be this like, you know, local psychic power reader and, you know, it could be something completely different. You can make it your own. So to me, it felt that modern mediumship was really being able to just channel energy in any way, shape or form that might be. It doesn't just have to be spirit, um, a spirit in the sense of a loved one, but it could be spirit in the sense of an ascended master. Maybe it's Mother Mary or maybe it's Buddha, or you can connect with your own guides and angels, or it could be the, the archangels. And it's really being able to figure out what is comfortable for you. Um, I'm a big believer in that there shouldn't be any rules in a sense. So being a medium to me is being able to connect with any of those energy forms and seeing what connects with you and how you feel most comfortable. Um, I know that when I first started, I kind of felt uncomfortable because speaking to people that have passed away scared me because it was something that scared me when I was younger. And then here I am in my early twenties. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I like, I don't want to do that. Archangels are where it's at for me. And that's where I feel comfortable. And that's where I thrive. And now that I'm starting to accept that process, I'm starting to connect more with people who have passed on, but I still 
I'm not 100% there yet, and that's okay. And I think that for me, it's really showing people that you can be a medium in your own life. It doesn't have to be with a loved one. It could just be connecting with your guides and angels and trying to figure out what business decision to make and connecting with your own intuition and connecting with your higher consciousness. That's what it means to be a modern medium to me. Yeah, I remember when I started to do this work, I had a stigma, my own stigma about mediumship. I had been doing tarot for maybe a year already. I was totally getting messages and downloads through spirit, through guides, through sending masters, through tons of people. And um, I remember saying to my mentor, well, after I'm done with tarot, I really want to work on mediumship because I thought it was something different than it was. Mm-hmm. And she said, honey, you're already doing it. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, okay. And I kind of had these same fears once I realized like, well, I'm already doing that. I remember I sat down and I had done some automatic writing and I started to cry the first time I actually felt spirit move my pen. It was such a powerful experience for me. And now it's funny because I do automatic writing every day, but, (laughs) but it's so interesting when you start to learn these things and even having done the work for a year, I had to rearrange my own thoughts about it because I had my own stigmas and belief about it. And now it's interesting because I realize how much mediumship actually does help people, not even through connecting with loved ones, but connecting with the ascended masters or connecting with the archangels and giving them those messages because those messages are some of the most powerful messages. And they come from people that you don't usually work with. I worked more with Buddha and Native American energy than I ever thought that I would because I grew up Catholic and I was used to connecting with Jesus, who I probably connect with the least. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. interesting when you start to really build these relationships with people. And you'll hear me say his name over and over again, Lucas. He's my guardian angel and he's my best friend. I talk to him like he's a real person sitting next to me. He is a real person. <laughs> he is a real person. But I, I talk about him as if other people can see him and people are probably like, who, what's this girl talking about? I talking to this guy, Lucas. I don't know who he's talking about. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> People are always like, so when you say Lucas, I'm like, no, 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 he's here. He's in the corner. He's right there. Yeah. They're like, what does he look like? And I'm like, well, he's blonde. And they're like, so you really like see him? And he, you start to explain these tools to people. I mean, people are truthfully very curious about it. Mediumship is something that gets a lot of attention. And I like that we're bringing this sort of modern aspect to it with the mm-hmm. podcast, with new age energy and with the terror modern mediumship we're, we're all about pushing that new age stuff out there oh yeah definitely putting our own twist on it yeah um, yeah definitely and i think it's it's interesting to see how it's going to evolve for or awaken the people that are even listening right now um because we've all had those instances where we've kind of connected to spirit but we always tend to brush it off because we don't think that we're good enough to receive messages or we don't think that we are mediums when in reality we're all mediums like you're listening you're a medium um we all have these gifts and it might not be in that traditional sense of reading loved ones or being like you know a typical psychic medium but you can have your your own skills and your own tools and i know for me personally for a while that took me you know, sometimes to get over and to figure out what was unique to me. And I'm sure the same thing happened to you, Julia, like we're all different. Um, although, you know, we're all connecting to spirit in some way, shape or form. We all have our own skills that they're going to be coming to us as well, or our own ways to connect to them or our own unique 
um, abilities and combining those all into our, our life and our experiences, it's going to be very different from each person. Yeah, I know one of the biggest questions that I get, I don't know if you get this question a lot, but a lot of people ask me, so when did you know? When did you know that you were a psychic? <laughs> How long has it been? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here's my timer, my countdown. It's like five yeah. hours, two days. Um, no, and my answer is always, I think I always knew. Mm -hmm. I've always had these experiences. My soul has always connected to this energy. It's mm -hmm. it's evolved, it's grown, but I've yeah. had I've had experiences since I was young, since I was a little girl. And spirit never gives you more than you're comfortable handing, handling. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, I did kind of have these big bang experiences because I was desperate to have them after my grandfather passed away. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to connect with him so badly, and I did in, in a lot of ways. And I'm sure in future episodes it'll come up. Mm -hmm. um, but it evolved, and now I'm starting to see spirit for the first time. And I've been doing the work for five years, but it used to freak me out five years ago when I would see a spirit. It really freaked me out. I'd be like, get out of my room. I don't know yeah. who you are. You're mm -hmm. up in my grill. You need to back up. Yeah. And now I'm really comfortable with it. As long as I know their energy, I see people come in all the time. And it's really interesting. You get these new experiences as you're ready but it's something that's definitely in all of us and it's it's a gift that we are all born with it's not one's better than the other because I have this gift and you feel like you don't we are all born with this gift and it's just like any other muscle you just need to build it and work it out and hopefully we can give you some tips in our podcast to, to help you get there mm -hmm. and to also make you feel comfortable with it yeah. I think that that component is it's, it's all about like your self-acceptance as it is with anything that you do. But I think especially with being a medium in a sense, it's accepting that this is exactly what you're doing. Like, cause so many times we like to question, oh, did I really see that? Did I really know that? Did I really feel that? Was that really my grandfather that came to me in a dream? Did I really make the right decision? And I think that the whole basis of it is just trusting yourself. Absolutely. Like that's the, that, that's the foundation and trusting the messages. And that will help you in your everyday life. That will help you in your career. That will help you in your business. If you have a stronger sense of self, that's just going to exude out into every area of your life and make your life that much easier. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I will never get there, Trust me, I doubt myself. I doubt myself at least once a day. My messages that I'm getting. Sometimes I get something that's so outlandish. Mm -hmm. I actually recently, I threw a stuffed animal away, <laughs> and it. I did. I know this sounds silly, but I threw it into the woods somewhere, uh -huh. uh, randomly in West Babylon, and I don't live there. Uh -huh. And I ended up going to the lighthouse, which is my spot, lighthouses represent spirituality for me. And we have a lighthouse here on Long Island. So I travel there a lot when I'm going through a spiritual kind of revelation. And lo and behold, I pull up to the lighthouse. And what's sitting in front of the lighthouse? The stuffed animal that I threw away. No. I'm like, you know, that can't be my stuffed animal. It has to be the exact same one that somebody else must have just left it here. That's ridiculous. I, it's really crazy. And, and I didn't want to touch it. Like, I didn't even want to like, I like, <laughs> I'm like, how is this even here? I mean, even I, I've been doing this for so long now and spirituality is a part of my, not just my day-to-day -day life, but part of my moment to moment awareness of what I'm doing. And 
even I have experienced sometimes that freak me out and it, it makes you doubt yourself a little bit. So if you're thinking that you won't get there, trust me, you will. And it, and we all have work to do in this area of being really super empowered in our spirituality and in ourselves and you will get there. It takes time and it takes development and it, there's a lot of stuff that as you're awakening, you start to realize these things about yourself that some of them you don't like, but you get comfortable with and some of them you love and you've never acknowledged. And it's really cool to go through that experience. So you will get there. Yeah. Um, you will still always, you will still always have your doubts and your mind will always be blown. Yeah, definitely. And I also notice even with spirits, sometimes like it, they'll make their message known and you kind of don't trust it and they'll keep repeating the message over and over and over again. So you can't even like, you have to just say, all right, I got it. I, I hear you. Um, so you can do that too as well. If you think that you're getting a message, but you're not exactly sure if it's for you, you can just ask for it to come back again and it will. Yeah. I mean, I've done this a million and one times where I have so many card decks at this point <laughs> where I flipped a card in one deck and I'm like, mm, I didn't really like that answer. I didn't really understand it. And then I'll flip a card in another, in another deck and I get the same message. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'll get like the listen card for <laughs> in every deck <laughs> or I'll get like the go to nature card in every deck and I'm like I guess it's time to just go out and do it I guess I can't mm -hmm. really ignore it it's come up in 13 decks that I've done today mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely so for those of you who are listening awakening is just being open to spirit or thinking that you want to develop your intuition it isn't even like if spirit freaks you out don't even think about that if it's just that you feel like that you're having synchronicities then that's you opening and expanding your awareness and that's what we're all about is just if you even if you just take spirit out of it take that word out of your vocabulary it's just deepening your connection with yourself with your intuition. And once you have that down pat, like life just begins to flow because so many times, again, whether it's in our business, in our career or in our life, we don't know to say yes or no. We don't know what path we should go down. We don't know. We're just confused a lot of the times because we have so many different um, things bombarding us throughout our day, whether it's from social media or emails or our friends and family. And it's like, sometimes we just can't get clear and figure it out what it is that we really want to do, what our true passion is. So that's what this podcast is really all about. It's about shedding away those layers, awakening to yourself, awakening to your own truest thoughts, awakening to your path so that you can live a happier life. And keeping it in a modern way too, not making it super heady or super hippy dippy. Like that's fun and we can get there, but we really want to make it, you know, accessible to people that are just, that are people just like us that live a normal life. Um, and, and just want to incorporate this and have fun with it. And I know Julia, you too, when you tell people that you're a medium, most people probably will say, really? Like you are like, you don't look like a medium. Um, and you know, and the reality is, is like everyone can be a medium. It doesn't have to be like that old stigma. So we're all about crashing that down, making sure that everyone knows that they all have these own intuitive gifts, whether, you know, it, it, it is being a regular medium or maybe it's just connecting with, with your guides and angels. You're still a medium. Yeah. And it, it is a super normal thing. Yes, I think, I think people definitely get, not. <laughs> people actually get I, I get one of two responses when I tell people what I do. Um, either people immediately want to see what I can do. They want a reading right then and there. Mm -hmm. They're super interested. Not, nothing like a text on the spot. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, but let me just ask you, what's my middle name? 
um, yeah. Are you, can you do surgery on me like right now? Because I want to make sure you really are one. <laughs> um, no, it happens. It does. It happens all the time. Or people are like, well, you don't look that. So they doubt what I do. So I get one of two. And it's, it's really interesting because people will ask me, they'll be like, oh, but you work another job. Well, yeah, I do. I do work another job. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I, I don't turn my spirituality off at that other job too. I, I also work with special needs kids um, in a school. So my spirituality isn't just something that I keep to my business or that I keep in my personal life. It is something that I also bring to my career when I'm out to drinks with my friends and I'm saying some weird stuff, but um, it seems weird at the time. But once people get used to your vocabulary, it's something that people are really interested in. And it's something that is very real and very, it's happening now. It's Mm -hmm. happening and, and all of us are going through it. And especially millennials. It's like every millennial I know is like, yeah, I've experienced something like that, or I'm going through something like that, or I have this crazy dream and I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. It's all, it all falls into it. It all falls under this umbrella of knowing yourself and knowing your intuition and being comfortable and confident with it. And once you get there, it's really cool. It's really cool to watch it develop and it's cool to help mm-hmm. other people. Exactly. I agree. And I think another um, strong point to make is that a lot of people they might have went to college or maybe they had a career, they didn't go to college, but they had a career out of high school and then they were doing this thing that they thought they once loved. And for some reason, all of a sudden it's not making them happier any longer. Um, And I think that that's a big thing that's happening to people our age too. It's like all of a sudden, everything that you thought that you once loved or that you felt that was the right thing to do in a sense, it doesn't feel right any longer. And now people are starting to really try to figure out what makes them happy, what they really should be doing, taking those risks and starting their own businesses or following their passions. And that's really what we want to help you guys out with is really being able to connect with those passions and feel comfortable with it and know that you can survive, make a living. Like those are all past fears that like the old world used to be like that you couldn't make a living out of your passion. And we want to teach you guys how to be able to do that and to feel comfortable and confident in your own skin, business, career, whatever it might be. And you also only get things one piece at a time. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like you've been doing something and you don't understand why, and you don't understand what the experience is for, just hang in there because I grew up doing theater. I did theater my whole life. I went to college for theater, graduated and was like, this is not what I'm doing with my life. I was like, I've had enough of this. I've done way too much of it. And now here I am, you know, two years out of college public speaking and doing a podcast and it's not necessarily theater, but those skills that come with doing the dictation and learning how to breathe correctly and getting in front of an audience and being comfortable with my voice. Those are all things that I really needed in order to be in the spot right here doing this podcast with you or to be up on stage giving a, you know, a talk about X, Y, or Z topic. And I've had other jobs with other experiences that you don't realize why those things are important until suddenly you need those skills. So wherever Mm -hmm. you are too, if you're not happy, I'm not saying don't take a risk or go out after your passion, but also don't ignore the lesson that you're learning and the experience that you're having, because I guarantee whatever you're doing, you were led there for a reason and you need those skills in order to get to the next level. So I feel like that's also something really important to to kind of talk about that you don't get all the pieces all at once as soon as you awaken. The pieces 
come very slowly. <laughs> yes. And I think that that's a challenge that just as Americans that we are always searching for the quick fix. Um, and it's not, it's not like that with spirit. It's, it's just, you know, you, you get a little piece and then you have to develop it and then you get another little piece, like little breadcrumbs that you have to follow along until you get to like the Holy grail. Yeah. I have a, I struggle with this a lot and you'll hear me talk about this a lot because this is one of my main struggles with spirituality is I <laughs> want the answer and I want it now. I want the answer on my soulmate. I want the answer on if I'm going to get this house. I want the answer on my job. I want my answer for everything. And you don't get it like that. Sometimes I get writer's group and you're like, why the heck am I creating a writer's group for? Oh, well, because guess what? Now you've met somebody who's an editor. They're interested in editing your work mm -hmm. and you're able to publish something better. You get these small pieces and I, you can't sometimes see the whole and that's mm -hmm. a lot of, I struggle with this a lot is I want to see the whole picture yep. <laughs> and I, and I can't always, um, so you'll hear me talk about this a lot because this is something mm -hmm. that I struggle with too. I think a lot of people who are awakening struggle with this because people just mm -hmm. think that you tap into this cosmo universe and that there is this knowledge there for you. And of course there so is. We know everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course there is. There is definitely certain things that you're definitely yeah. enlightened or conscious about, but it, it just doesn't. And it's, it's harder to turn that light into yourself. It's easier to mm -hmm. see it for other people and okay. see the whole picture for other people than it is for yourself. So be mm -hmm. patient with yourself. That's like my number one advice as, as you open up and awaken is be patient with yourself. And don't ever stop being patient with yourself. And don't mm -hmm. be so hard on yourself because I get mad at myself for wanting all the answers and then not being able to get them. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of forgiveness involved in that process too. And I think, it, again, it roots back to being comfortable with yourself and having that yeah. patience to be able to be still with yourself. Because again, we're in a world where I know I'm constantly on myself. When I know I'm constantly checking my email and I'm constantly going on Facebook and there's so much... Um, so many things bombarding you and so you're you don't ever have to sit with your own thoughts for that long and as you're going through this awakening process you have to sit there with your thoughts for whether it's for 10 minutes 20 minutes it's a lot harder than you think and i think that that's why a lot of people um struggle with meditation because Absolutely. you're just sitting there with your thoughts there's nothing else there but you um and i think that that's another part of our podcast that we'll probably end up tapping into is teaching people how to how to sit with yourself how to feel comfortable with yourself because that is the root of of everything it's is you have to you have to love yourself enough to be there with yourself um without any other interference absolutely a thousand percent so um I know we talked about, you know, archangels and ascended masters and all that fun stuff, but I know that we kind of wanted to touch upon the, the chakras and how they affect our lives as well. And I know that that's something that's becoming more mainstream, which is so exciting. Yeah. Um, that I think most people that even if they're not fully awakened or they're not into like the spiritual thing yet, um, they, they've heard about chakras, whether it's they've been to yoga class or not. And I think it's a beautiful thing that is becoming more, it's bringing, it's going into people's awareness. They're hearing about it and they might not know exactly what it is yet but they're learning about it. And um, it, the chakra system is very important to your personal life and your business life. And basically 
basically it's a system throughout your body, an energetic system throughout your body that when one, there's seven of them and it runs from the base of your spine all the way up to your crown. If you want, you can Google it and just check it out. Um, but when one of them is off, it can affect all the other ones. And um, it's something that you should really pay attention to um, because sometimes you might have pain there or you might have some sort of tightness or you might just feel like there's a there's an actual blockage because a lot of times there is. And I think that that's an area that um, Julia and I wanted to touch upon tonight and to talk to you about. What do you say, Julia? Yeah, the chakras are really important and definitely it's becoming more mainstream. I just posted an article that um, Dr. Oz just talked about it on the show. I don't ever watch him, but I saw... You know, another spiritualist had posted it, and that it's really cool. It's definitely getting out there, and people are definitely hearing about this stuff, and not just hearing about it, but taking it seriously. And there's, we're so obsessed with the idea that nothing can be connected in our life. Everything is so compartmentalized, and that's just not true. And that's outdated information at this point. And the chakras are a great place to start to kind of bring all that connection together. Because your career, your home life, your personal relationships, and your physical body are all connected. And things that are going on in one have a domino effect on the other. So Mm -hmm. if you're blocked in one area, it's not just stopping there either. It's manifesting in your relationships in ways that you probably don't even realize. It's manifesting in your career, your business in ways that you don't even realize. And it's manifesting in your body in a way that might not make sense to you. So... For me, if I'm going through a financial hardship, mm-hmm. I get back pain. And back mm-hmm. pain, you're like, oh, okay, it's, it is what it is. I'll go to a chiropractor. There's no amount of external effort that can fix what's going on internally. It's fixing mm-hmm. your thought process first. And the chakras are a great place to kind of bring all of that information and uh, all of that stuff together because it, it definitely – impacts each other and each chakra is a different system connected to um, a different emotion or a different body part and it's really important to pay attention to them and kind of pay attention to the sensations that you're feeling is it a physical sensation is it an emotional sensation and connecting that in and bringing awareness to it and if you just start with the chakras even if you just start with the one chakra that we talk about today you're bringing awareness to something that you'll see how much it impacts the rest of your life. And it's really crazy when you start to awaken just to that in itself. Yeah, exactly. And I think that the chakras are like a solid foundation um, to to open up and to awaken to in itself Mm -hmm. because they are all connected to so many other forms of whether it's mediumship or divination, that it all somehow connects back to the chakra system. Um, and there's a lot of people that might be listening that also do Reiki and obviously Reiki is connected to the chakras or if you do IET, that could be connected to the chakras. Like they are always somehow, you know, sticking around into any form of divination or spirituality, you're always going to hear about it. So I think that that's why we really wanted to connect with that because it can also represent our, personal life as well as our business life as well and how it impacts us. Absolutely. So today, yeah, (laughs) go for it, Julia. (laughs) Today we wanted to talk about the throat chakra, which is actually perfect for me and Brianna because we're Uh, we're speaking right now. (laughs) So the throat chakra is an easy one to grasp because it has a relatively easy name and Mm -hmm. it lies in your Drum roll, please. Throat. 
in case you couldn't guess. And the throat chakra is my favorite chakra because I'm biased because it's always my most balanced. Uh, oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> Way to pick it. Speaking, I am a Gemini and astrology is also something that we're going to pull into it, um, into the podcast. But um, so you always hear me talking about astrology. I am a Gemini and Geminis are the communicators and communicating is really easy for me and it's actually really frustrating for me to communicate with other people because I do it so efficiently that <laughs> other people, I'm like, why aren't you getting what I'm saying? I've said it five <laughs> times already. I'm like, I've rephrased it, I've said it and it's just this otherworldly <laughs> concept. <laughs> it's this otherworldly concept that kind of comes very naturally to me and I've done this for many, many lifetimes. So. Speaking is very easy to me, and my throat chakra, therefore, is my favorite chakra because it is always balanced. Mm. I don't have an issue here. Mm -hmm. um, and when I do have an issue, I notice it right away, and I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's just bang it <laughs> So each chakra also has a color, and the throat chakra is blue. Mm -hmm. And I love that. <laughs> You're actually, are you wearing blue? No, I'm wearing like a, well, it's gray, but I think it kind of looks like blue. It looks like blue from here, yeah. Yes, we can pretend it's blue. <laughs> yeah, so, um, that's one of my favorite ways to kind of balance the, the chakras when I'm feeling really off. And one day I'll show you guys my closet. I have, <laughs> I have my closet's an amazing place. <laughs> I, have, I have something of every color now because I used to not own things that were orange or I used to not own things that were yellow, but I own something of of every color in the rainbow now because if I feel like that chakra is off my first go-to step to balancing any chakra is wearing that color and I probably own the most blue clothes so it's funny because I'm, I'm most in touch with my throat chakra to begin with <laughs> that's funny <laughs> I, I don't go as far as wearing the clothes um I think that I more will do a meditation to clear it or I'll eat the color food so for throat, maybe it'll be blueberries, um, just because I love food. <laughs> I know, but then I'm like, oh, listen, like my well, my blue shirt won't fit. No. <laughs> I'm like my sacral chakra is off, and I should just eat these Cheetos because they're orange. Yeah, oh, oh, Cheetos. <laughs> See, I like the Cheetos. Sense. The Cheetos cheese dust counts as balancing my chakra, right? Um, um, no, I, you can have a balance too because me and Julia we love organic juicing blah 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 but we also like I know I personally love Doritos and I'm talking about Cheetos and there you don't have to be one way or the other it's just as long as you have a little bit of balance it's all good and I think that that's what the whole new age thing is about is that you don't have to be this strict vegan I mean you can that's great that's beautiful but just to be this spiritual person um you can do whatever you want. You're in control. It's not, it's not something outside of yourself. It's something within you. Um, and I think that that, again, that relates to your third chakra because your third chakra, third chakra is all about your self-expression, um, yeah. being able to express who you are, um, and also being in alignment with that. So a lot of times we speak, but we might not be believing what we're saying and that can create a blockage as well. Yeah. Or sometimes you're speaking too much. Yes. <laughs> Either way, regardless, regardless of which way you are, because every chakra can be balanced, uh, unbalanced mm -hmm. by not, you know, underactive or overactive. Mm -hmm. And those are terms that we'll probably use pretty often. So mm -hmm. your throat chakra can be overactive or it can be 
underactive and we can talk about those things as as we move forward but um it's really important to just remember that regardless of which way it is you need to stand in your power and speak your truth and that's my favorite part of the throat chakra is speaking your truth because that's a term that i use very often yeah. but i didn't know what it meant until i knew what it meant mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um it's definitely something that's thrown around the spiritual community a lot is this idea of speaking your truth but i think it's funny is that people say it but they don't exactly know what it means it's like when yeah. you're like speak your truth but then when you think about it i think people lose that the message of it like it's just like a cool thing to say like oh speak your truth but does anyone really know what that actually means yeah and i think that that's part of the reason also why we started this podcast is mm -hmm. spirituality is a big part of our truth and modern mediumship is a big part of our truth and new age babes is big part of <laughs> these terms that we use they're they're real terms that really mean something to us and that is part of our truth and standing in that and and not only empowering ourselves which is you know a small part of it because i think me and you are pretty empowered here but mm -hmm. is lending our voice and allowing our voice to empower other people who are going through these experiences and educating them and telling them that hey not only do we love and support you, but we're here to be your friend. Mm -hmm. And for you to tune into somewhere for an hour, an hour and a half, 45 minutes, however long each episode. Five hours. <laughs> 30 hours every day of the week. <laughs> we never end. Uh, constantly speaking our truth. No, but, but giving someone a voice and allowing them to get comfortable with these terms and bringing these terms into their own vocabulary to speak their own truth, whatever their truth may be. Exactly. And it is hard to get there because when you start to speak your truth, you definitely start to butt heads with a lot of people. And yeah. it's not being aggressive, but it's being assertive. And assertive is being loving and nurturing. It's always but, from a loving place. Even yes. You're, even, though, even though you're standing strong, it, that doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. Yeah, that's that's a huge misconception is that people think that by having to stand up for yourself that you're going to come across in such a negative way when you can still be you can still say no from a place of love. Absolutely. And I think that that's a big again, that's another misconception is that people think if they say no to people that other people are going to not like them. Um, and it's really all about sticking up for yourself and loving yourself enough to say no or loving yourself enough to say it's time for me to move on or loving yourself enough to say, you know what, this, is, this, this isn't working for me any longer. I need to take some time for myself. And it's all becoming in alignment with who you truly are and feeling good about yourself and knowing that you're worth it to say no or the, knowing that you're worth it to fully express yourself. Because a lot of times, um, even if you had a good childhood, there's things that you pick up on and you might not think that it's okay to go in a certain career path, let's say, um, just because maybe your parents didn't think it would be successful or financially successful for you. And now you're older and you still, you kind of wish that you went down that path and that could have created some sort of energetic blockage for you. Or it could have been, you know, something completely different. Maybe you were just shy your whole entire life because you were just afraid of expressing yourself. There's so many different forms of imbalances in that third chakra. Or as you were saying before, it could be um, overactive and people could just be talking nonstop and that's not good either. So it's a healthy balance between both of those things. Yeah. And I feel like as we're talking right now, it might sound like we're a little bit all over the board. I promise that there is, I understand the connection that we're making. So 
um, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that these are, these are things that are important to bring up in the first episode, because as you awaken, there's so many questions there, there are not only so many questions, but there are a lot of relationships and, um, codependency is something that I talk about a lot. It's something that I've experienced firsthand and I still experience it. Mm -hmm. But as you start to awaken, especially if you are awakening around other people who are still asleep, <laughs> it becomes very hard to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that is empowerment, but and part of that is speaking your truth. And a big part of it, though, is learning how to finagle those relationships and the people that are around you and the circumstances that you're in, whether it's your job or your personal relationships or romantic relationships, other people are going to come into play and they're not going to always understand what you're saying as you're awakening. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And part of your throat chakra is not just speaking your truth, but accepting your truth and then accepting other people's truth as they speak theirs. Mm -hmm. So that's also a big part of it. So just remember if somebody is not getting you, you don't need to force it. You just need to accept them for where they are on their journey, on their path and wish them well, and then not have that conversation with them again and not try and stuff it down their throat or the opposite way. Don't not ever bring it up either. Just accept them for where they are and accept that if you bring something up, they might not necessarily understand it and i love that you said before about saying no right because saying no is something that becomes a really big part of spirituality because we're so used to taking care of other people we're yes. brought up with this concept of nurture 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 mm -hmm. and there's a lot of resentment that comes from that because we're so used to caring for other people we've never turned that light inward mm -hmm. and spirituality especially through the awakening process is turning that nurturing to yourself and learning how to love yourself and take care of yourself and make yourself happy and fill in those pieces of the puzzle for yourself. And that's a really hard thing to do when you've been doing the exact opposite your entire life. Mm -hmm. And when you've been looking for outside circumstances or people to fill you up and to take care of your needs. So just remember that you've got it. You've got it under control. Mm -hmm. And saying no doesn't mean that you can't ever say yes. Mm -hmm. It just means that you need to write down your list of priorities and making sure that you're number one, not in a way of selfishness, but in a way of fill up your own well before you can fill up someone else's. Mm -hmm. I agree. And that yes. all does connect to your throat chakra. It does. I think now would be a good time to do like a quick meditation to just connect to your throat chakra. What do you think? Absolutely. This is totally your department. Go okay. for it. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So everyone that's listening, what I want you to do is to sit in a comfortable space. <clears throat> you could sit on the floor. You could lay down in your bed. You can, unless you're driving, do not do this. Do this later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how to say that. Um, and if you're sitting down, just make sure that your feet are firmly planted on the ground. And I want you just to begin to take a few deep breaths in. And just begin to shut your eyes and have your palms facing upwards and that will put you into receiving mode and just begin to again take that deep breath in filling up the stomach the chest and the throat 
and then pushing it out. And one more time, taking a deep breath in, filling up that stomach, chest, throat, and then pushing it out. And what I want you to begin to do is fill your feet firmly into the ground. And as you're doing this, begin to feel white light pouring up through the ground, up through the soles of your feet. Feel it rushing up through your ankles, over your knees, up to your hips, up through your stomach, up to your chest and then bring it up to your throat. And then push that white light back down into the ground. And again, you're gonna pull up that white light with the next deep breath in. Feel that white light pouring over your body, pouring up through your body, pouring up through your, your feet, your knees, your hips, all the way up through your stomach and your chest. And now once it gets to your throat, begin to just bring your awareness here. And I want you to take note of how your throat area is feeling. Maybe it feels a little tight or sore. And you might even begin to feel some sort of blockage here, or for some of you it might just feel okay. And that's totally fine too. And in your mind's eye, begin to visualize your third chakra. And you can begin to visualize a disc swirling in a clockwise motion. And that beautiful blue that we spoke about. And begin to notice how this disc is moving. Again, you can visualize this in your mind's eye. Or you can just feel it in your third center and feel how that disc is moving. Is it moving slowly? Does it feel like it's struggling? Or is it moving quickly and super fast? And I want you to take it a next step further and begin to see if you can feel the energy of this center. You might be able to feel some energetic blockage or you might actually see some darkness surrounding this area. And just bring your awareness to this area. And if you feel any tension arising or maybe any thoughts popping into your head, know that it's okay, that they're coming up so that they can heal. And just acknowledge them and let them go. Don't waste your time or your energy on it right now in this moment. And again, with that white light that we pulled up from the ground, I want you to visualize that white light surrounding this area, surrounding the chakra, absorbing any of that toxic energy. Feel it illuminating this disc. Feel it healing, clearing, and cleansing you. Take one more deep breath in, 
bringing up that white light all the way up through your throat chakra, healing, clearing, and cleansing you, clearing away any fear of self-expression, clearing away any blockages that do not serve you for your highest good, any fears or anxieties that you might have, feel them washing away, and then push it out. And if you want, you could begin to visualize the ocean. You need to feel it rocking you. And you can begin to feel some water pouring down your throat, clearing away any residual energy. Again, healing, clearing, and cleansing you. And when you're ready, bring your awareness back to your throat center and now begin to take note of how you're feeling. And most likely you'll begin to feel a shift. You'll begin to feel a lightness in this area from when we first started. And I know we just did this for a couple of minutes, but if you want after, you could do this tonight, you could do it in the morning, you could do it at work. This is a very brief meditation that you can do wherever you are on the go, unless you're driving, but this will help you to enhance your throat center. This will help you to release any blockages of fear, anxiety, worry, fear of expression, whatever it might be, completely clear the center so that you can feel confident and comfortable in your skin, in your life, in your business, and in your career. Take one more deep breath in and then push it out. And when you're ready, open your eyes and come back to our podcast. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Thank um, you. Every time I go into a meditative state, I like. Oh my God, you look so beautiful and sleepy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like every time it's like every time I'm like even like slightly in a meditative state it's like Niagara Falls for my eyes I like can't control um, so here I am I'm like oh my god is my mascara running um, no that was amazing I actually saw a big peacock in my throat Ooh, so, peacocks like, resemble um, protection for me what do they resemble for you I don't know I kind of want to look it up in my book yeah and again, the viewers that are listening, you might have seen some stuff too that you can look up. Um, if it's an animal, that's great. Don't be afraid of it. If you saw a person, that's okay too. Maybe you need to work on that relationship. Or maybe you saw a business decision that you need to make. Maybe you can yeah. decide. This, anything that comes up during your meditation is sacred to you. And again, don't look for something outside of yourself to answer those questions. Really begin to take it into yourself and see how that can connect with your personal life. Guess what the peacock represents? What does it represent? I get a lot of animal stuff. So animals is probably something you'll hear me talk about a lot in the podcast too. But one of the messages that it says, it's important now to take a risk and speak your truth rather than holding oh. back as there will be ample opportunities to do so soon. That's amazing. I mean, like you can't make it up. <laughs> no, you cannot. That is so crazy. See, and how could you have possibly have known that? And I think a lot of times, even the viewers who are listening, like we've had, you might not have seen an animal, but like we have these instances that we see things or we know things or we feel things and we kind of brush that off. And you could have easily not have told me that or not have even thought about it, Julia. 
And it really had such a deep, powerful meaning to what we're going through right now. So spirit is always connecting you in ways more than you could ever even imagine. Absolutely. I mean, you can't, it's like, you can't make it up. That you can't make it up. <laughs> I never see, I always see, I mean, I usually see pretty weird animals, but, um, and I'm not going to not going to consider a peacock relatively weird. It's actually a pretty normal animal compared to some of the other stuff I've seen. Uh-huh. It's just interesting because it's not an animal that I work with. I work, you know, a lot with my fox and I work with my wolf. And those are also two pretty common animals. So <laughs> I'm talking about the most common animals. Um, I think you're lying, Julia. <laughs> uh, I'm like, when I, well, you know, actually when I was first opening up, I was like, yeah, my spirit animal is a horse. And like, yeah. lo and behold, it's actually a fox, which is not really that crazy either, but it's not what I thought it was. So please, I tell everyone it's a unicorn. I'm like, I'm so special. It's a unicorn. <laughs> I have a fire breathing dragon. <laughs> in some world, I do. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, that is how you can connect with your third chakra through meditation. And I would like for you to leave with that meditation and um, try to incorporate it into your life. The next time that you feel uncomfortable, whether it's a speaking engagement, maybe you have to speak to your boss, maybe you have to speak to your boyfriend or girlfriend, maybe you have to speak to your parents, try to do that meditation beforehand. And you could just do it for 30 seconds, a minute, whatever it might be, whatever you yeah. do will radically enhance your life and make you feel more comfortable and confident. 10,000%. Yes. And you lead very great meditations because I do not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do do this for a living. <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's not something I bring into my business. Although I've been guided recently to write my own meditations, but I've been, oh. I've been ignoring that because I'm like, I don't really know. I don't know how it's going to go. Maybe in the future you'll, you'll do one for us. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. So I know that we spoke about a bunch of different things tonight, and then we focused on our third chakra, but I also wanted to touch upon what Archangel would connect with your third chakra. Yeah. To me, it would be Archangel Gabriel. And a lot of people may have heard about him. He's a really cool dude, and I love him. And and, and for me, it's that I always make the archangels sound like my my homeboys, like my, my posse. Like, even though I know they're, like, so beautiful, and they're up there with, like, God and the universe, and they're, like, you know, prancing around. I'm like, no, no, they're, they're, they're my posse. Like, he's my dude. So Archangel Gabriel, he's a really cool guy. Um, he connects with people through communication. He's the archangel that hovers over communication and self-expression. Um, and he also acts as a publicist as well, but we'll probably get into that in another episode. But for the purposes of tonight, we'll be talking about how he connects with your communication. And basically how we were speaking about before is that no can be from a loving place. He will help you come from that loving place no matter what you have to do or what decisions you have to make. So for me personally, with within my business career and within my clients, I always call upon him before I do any consulting session, before I do any speaking engagement, I will just say, Archangel Gabriel, please work with me. Please speak through me for my highest good, for everyone else's highest good. Please just help me out. Because 
you know what, speaking, I love speaking now, but it used to not be my favorite thing. And a lot of times we're pushed into these areas in our career where we might have to all of a sudden be called up to stage, whether it's speaking to our bosses or we have to go make a pretty powerful business decision because we're entrepreneurs and you have to make a lot of um, personal decisions to embedder your career, to embedder your life. And speaking isn't always the easiest thing. So when you can connect with an archangel, something that is so beautiful and so whimsical, but is also so grounding as well, it can just enhance your life and make it that much easier. Because when you can hand over that information, it's almost like you're handing the baton over like, all right, Gabriel, you got this, you help me out, you speak through me, it takes the pressure off of you. It makes you feel more comfortable because you know that it's not something from you, although it is, it's from something greater than you as well. So what do you think, Julia? I was just going to say, we've been talking about, you know, readings and doing readings on the show. This is something that we've been talking about for since, you know, I'm not going to say for a while now because it's only been like two weeks in the making, but <laughs> I, actually, I actually have this deck, which I, which I flipped beforehand for us. It's mm -hmm. the Archangel Gabriel deck and mm -hmm. um by doreen virtue and i want to i want to flip something for everyone listening let's do uh, it let's i don't know why i'm being guided to do it but he's like it. Totally... Don't question it, girl. <laughs> yeah. and this one's standing up right away let's ah see. deserving <gasps> i love it read it read it read it it says you like all of god's children deserve happiness health and love mm, beautiful I, I really love that message. I actually use these. This is like my number one business deck because a lot of it in there is like uh, business stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I like that this message of deserving came up for everyone because I think that's something that we're really talking about without kind of saying those words is mm -hmm. this is what awakening is, mm -hmm. is learning that you do deserve all of these things. And it's Look, when I look at the rest of my life, I think of all of these great, phenomenal, fantastical kind of things, you know, public speaking abroad in front of mm -hmm. thousands of people, not, you know, not just like a little audience here and there. Like, I want to be in Africa Big speaking time. Swahili to like thousands of African natives. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. And I, you know, I want a house and I want to live luxuriously and I want relationships that are really meaningful to me. And and you start to look at these goals, right? These massive goals that don't feel tangible for where you are, especially if you are in your 20s, especially if you are a millennial and you are struggling or working to get there. The first step is knowing that you deserve in every way to receive what you want and that nothing is impossible. The only thing that makes it impossible is your thought process about it. And when you start to really get in alignment with your thoughts that way, it's amazing what comes up. And I love using Archangel Gabriel for that because he definitely helps me define my goals. Um, I need to be able to define those goals clearly for myself in order to make sure that I'm communicating to people what I want, what I need, and what my priorities are to get where I'm going. And I like that that message came up for everybody. I think it's such a beautiful, beautiful message for our listeners for our first podcast, you know, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> oh no. Ermagerd.
triggered. Ah! Hi! She's back. I'm back. I don't know what happened. That's okay. The angels were testing us. Yeah. They wanted to see what happened. So, but anyways, like, <laughs> where are we? <laughs> yeah. So, what a great message. So great. So 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 great. Um, and I and the archangels are something that you or people that entities, whatever you want to call them. I call them people because I feel like like you with Jake with who is it? Jacob? Is that your guy? No. What's your Lucas. guy? Lucas. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, is that you can incorporate them into your everyday life. Like it doesn't have to be some mystical thing where you're sitting in meditation and channeling them. Like you can totally do that, but you can work with the archangels wherever you are. It could be at work. It could be at the grocery store. It could be when you're shopping. It could be, it's just like one of those things that's like calling up your best friend almost and yeah. knowing how to, how to work with them and how to connect with them. And I think that's the beauty of it. And I really truly feel like that that's why, we're doing this podcast and one of my missions here is to show people that it's not something that is so outside of themselves or something that is so unattainable that it's something that it's like it's right here it's something that you could just do right 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 now yeah i definitely call in the archangels for everything i'm like <laughs> walking you said the grocery store and i think it's funny because before i even get into the grocery store i'm like Archangel Raphael, please let me pick something healthy. You know, <laughs> cut my cords to negative food right oh, now. I don't need to eat that. Oh, so tough. It is. But yeah. It now, it's funny how you can use them. Like once you start to learn who they are and you, and you start to establish those relationships with them, it's you can just use them like all day, every day. Yeah. And I mean, I know we have like a lot of time to talk about a lot of different stuff, but the mm -hmm. archangels especially Archangel Raphael, I've prayed to him to cut my negative addictions to food and any negative attachments to alcohol. And I swear to God, it was like overnight. Oh yeah. My appetite changed. So it, it happens when something's in alignment with also what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. The Archangel works very ha uh, very fast on your behalf. So especially Gabriel and Raphael, I notice. Definitely. Yeah. They work instantaneously. Like I think it's just you think it, and then the second you it, like leaves your 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 thought process, it's happening. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, and I want to touch upon Gabriel just a little bit more because I think that he is so important, and so is your throat chakra with with being an entrepreneur. And even if you're not an entrepreneur yet, it's having that idea that maybe you want to someday, and you have to be in alignment with your business and your mission and and everything about your business needs to come together so cohesively and if you're not comfortable in your own skin if you don't fully believe in yourself guess what your message is never going to take off um people aren't going to be able to hear about you and you kind of have to be your own publicist in a sense like yes i do pr for clients but most of the time is that i want people to feel so confident in their own skin and so comfortable and so in alignment with their message like i want i was working with some clients last week and we we're writing out their mission statement and they started crying when they were writing out their mission statement because it was so beautiful to them. It was so unique. It just, it just hit them. And I want everyone to feel the power in that of it, it just, your message will move through you. And a lot of times people aren't 
confident enough in knowing that their message needs to be heard. And I think that that's when you can also bring in Archangel Gabriel to help you write out that content, write out that social media post. This could doesn't even have to be with your business. This could be in your everyday life. We get so nervous when we're even just posting on Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, I know me personally, like I'll delete it a couple of times and then I'll post. And it, you really need to almost pray before you post because your energy is surrounded in those words and those words that you're putting out there into the universe. And it has such a ripple effect. So you can work with Gabriel when you're trying to connect with your audience, connect with your market, yeah. um, working with him and saying, let these messages like heal the masses or allow my business's mission or my business's um, energy to reach my market, to reach the people that need to hear this message the most, help it get there, like surround that message in white light, allow the message to just flow through people, allow them to feel my energy and my passion. And eventually it will become so second nature to you that you don't need to rely on working with Gabriel. Like he's great and he's awesome, but I think it's so beautiful when you can just, you're so authentic and those, those words just come out of you and you can really feel the difference when you're speaking to someone and it's so raw and it's so beautiful. And it just, you could see that it moves them. You could see that they're so connected to it versus someone that had just has like this, this really pretty mission statement and just sounds really good. And it's very like stuffy almost in a sense, because there's no emotion attached to it. Yeah. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. It's and important. It, it, oh, it's so important. And that's where I think the mixture between business and energy comes in, because I always feel that you can have like the most amazing marketing campaign. But if you don't feel it, if you're maybe you have some financial fear attached to it, or maybe you're just like not feeling good that day, or you're, you're having some sort of self-esteem issue, <laughs> guess what? It's never going to take off. Your business is going to be stagnant. And I think that that's where the spiritual connection can come in with your business. And that's what I really work with people on is, is making sure that there's that, that divine connection between their message, between themselves, between with their soul. Like it's all of the healing process as well. And it's, again, that's where the awakening process comes in because you need to be awakened to the fact that you even need to work on these issues as well. And I think that that's a huge thing as well. Absolutely. I mean, I'm going through this in my business right now. So <laughs> you're speaking and I'm like, you're moving my soul. <laughs> um, no, it's true. I mean, I'm going through a total rebrand. I own a business with my mom and I love her and we work really well together, but there are some things that aren't totally in alignment that I need to separate and do my own thing with them and creating my own brand and taking these ideas and, and not having to collaborate with her or even in the podcast with you, we're collaborating, we're working together. Mm -hmm. It's having something that's your own identity and connecting to that energy is one of the most humbling things that I'm going through because man, have the floodgates just busted wide open with ideas, but then to ground those ideas. And I mean, you saw, I sent you an email that was like, here's 45 things that I need. <laughs> um, it's, it really is really hard. And I sat down today, I love that you're talking about mission statements, right? I was like, forget my business mission statement. I can't even get there yet. What is my personal life mission statement? And I think that's something really cool that we should talk about with our audience. Um, it probably deserves a whole, its own full episode. But that's what one of my goals was today was to sit down and kind of start rough drafting this idea of what is my mission statement? What are my core values? What do I live by? Mm -hmm. And how do I take these words Fearless was a word that came up for me. Mm -hmm. How do I take these words and these concepts that have come up and now incorporate them into this new business and this new idea? 
and thank God I have you because oh. I have no idea how those are going to connect together. But, but definitely, I mean, when I sit down and I start to get raw and real with myself, I'm calling in the archangels because I am the only person standing in my own way. Yeah. And it's, it's easy once you kind of surrender to something bigger than yourself and realize that, Hey, I contracted this mm-hmm. and my purpose is, to get out there and put this message out there to do this or X, Y, or Z or whatever it is that your niche is. Your niche doesn't have to be this total airy fairy reading mm-hmm. spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're a living example of that. Your business is spiritually based, but really it's also business based. There's a lot of cool things that you can tie into your spiritual practice mm-hmm. that are unique and that need these kind of TLC from the angels and it's really cool to bring them in and to really work hand in hand and co-create something with them and then to pull somebody like you into the business and have a a real business perspective behind it because I don't know what the hell I'm doing (laughs) you know you kind of you kind of learn as you go It, it really is this hard thing it's this it's a very humbling experience and just go for it if you're listening and you're there and you're wondering and just pick up a pen and go for it and start to write down what your core values are and then live in alignment to those values for a week and your mission statement will come. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a personal or business mission statement. Cause that's what I do. I, I kind of get these core words like fearless, mm-hmm. you know, spontaneous is another word I get all the time. And right. Like if I want to be spontaneous, then I can't plan everything in my planner. Mm-hmm. I need to leave some wiggle room in my planner. Yeah, to get in there and go and do stuff. So it pick those core values and then live by them and watch your mission mission state unfold from there because it really is the coolest experience that you will have. Mm-hmm. I agree. Beautifully said. <laughs> so I think that that kind of, um, I feel like we said a lot about the throat chakra and mm-hmm. Archangel Gabriel. And I kind of just want to leave on the fact that the world needs your voice. And my hope for you, my challenge for you is to, to make some time for yourself and to really think about what your voice is and how you want to be heard. And if you want to take it a next step further, think about how you could bring an Archangel Gabriel into the, into the mix. Maybe you want to do some automatic writing. Maybe you just want to ask for a sign from him. Maybe you want to connect with him in your dreams. Think about how you want to bring that into your life, into your business, into your career. And how does your voice need to be heard? And um, I think that that's part of the awakening process is figuring out what your voice is. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. And yeah. once it comes, it feels so good, doesn't it? Oh, oh God. And you're like, oh my God, this is what I'm meant to do. And then it's like, there's nothing, like all the blocks are gone. Like you're just like hitting the ground running and it's such a powerful feeling that I just wish that I, and I hope for everyone to feel that. So if you want to connect with us and let us know how that goes, you can find me at Miss Brianna Rose, M-S-B-R-I-A-N-N-A Rose, or you can use the hashtag um, A, no, what are we doing? T-A-L, The Awakens Life, hashtag T-A-L. And then Julia, where can we find you? I am not on Twitter, but maybe I should be. Okay. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at J J A Y Port P O R T T T. 
Because, you know, the one tea was taken, so. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but yeah, we should definitely get that hashtag going because that's. Definitely, yeah. Just use the hashtag or you can, you know, uh, use us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it might be. But we definitely want to hear from everyone. And I know that we um, might have said a few things tonight that, not that it went over your head, but maybe it confused you. Maybe you didn't know what contracts are. Just feel free to shoot us a message. You could even um, just use the hashtag. We'll be, we'll be combing through it or privately send us a message. We're here for you. We want to connect with you. And um, before we fully finish, Julia, the amazing astrologer that she is, she is always full of so much insight that it always seems to amaze me. She is going to end the session with what's in the stars. So Julia, take it away. So there's a lot going on right now. I wrote down, I wrote down um, a ton and I'm going to focus on the podcast and the energy and the birthday of our podcast because I think that it's important. Sounds good. So right now we have Aries, Saturn, um, I'm sorry, not Aries, um, yeah. No, um, name myself all jumbled up. Uh, we have Mars, Saturn, and the Moon. Mm -hmm. and Sagittarius in the third house, and now Mars is your go get 'em energy. It's your warrior energy. It's creating new projects, which we are doing. Mm -hmm. um, Saturn is all about karma. So mm -hmm. hi there. Perfect. Fate's here to talk to us, mm -hmm. and the Moon is all about your intuition. And all of these planets are in SAD, which is about higher education or spirituality. Yeah. And the third house is all about communication. So it's like, you can't even make it up that we're doing a podcast. We're bringing in karma. We're talking about intuition. We're creating and starting a new creative project. I mean, it, it's literally like lined up for us. Mm -hmm. um, so cool. We didn't even plan it. We didn't even know. No, um, I try not to look at stuff like that because sometimes yeah, it's the energy that I'm like, um, but then in the sixth house, which is about health and healing, but it's also about your day-to-day -day life. There's Chiron, which is helping people um, and helping ourselves heal. The south node, which is past life karma and gifts and talents that you bring into this life, which is interesting, which means we've probably done something like this before mm -hmm. to some degree interesting yeah and venus which is all art energy and this beautiful Ooh, yeah like this that. beautiful energy of like art and neptune which is very spiritual and very dreamy we have all of that in that day-to-day -day, um day-to-day -day life which is really what podcasting is it's being able to listen to it on the go um in your own life at your own time at your own leisure and that's in Pisces, which is the most dreamy and spiritual sign that there is. So it's crazy that all of these spiritual signs and things are coming up. And then we have Mercury, which is all about communication, and Uranus, which is about a sudden change, which would be starting a podcast two weeks ago and oh, deciding, yeah. you know, picking a date two weeks in advance and, and just going for it. <laughs> yeah. And it's all, Uranus is also about visionary progress, which I think is really cool because podcasting is kind of this untapped market, mm -hmm. right? In spirituality yeah. or in just in general. And all of that's going on in the seventh house of partnership, which hello, we're like building this new partnership here. Yeah. I, don't even, I, don't, I can't even make yeah. it up. 
so amazing. That is so crazy. Yeah. And then finally, there's there, more. Yeah, I know there is, there's two more. So there's the part of fortune, which is great success for a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. And that's in Gemini, which is all about duality. So again, two people coming into it. And also I'm a Gemini. So hi. Hello. In the ninth house of spirituality, mm-hmm. like you can't make it up. And then Jupiter, which is all about expansion, the sun in Aries, which is all about your drive, your passion, what you're really good at. And the North Node, which is creating new karma and healthy karma, is all in this expansion in the 12th house, you know, this hidden aspect of ourselves. So bringing this idea of awakening and finding your inner self into the outer world. So it's like the astrology has lined up totally perfectly for us to be starting this podcast. So cool. And I love that. I think it's so amazing. I was absolutely blown away when I really started to look at the astrology. That's insane. I love the simplicity of it. And I think that just goes to show that when you are in the flow of life, when you are just truly following your heart, you're truly following your path, that things just begin to happening for you. Like, like it's like, there's no way that we could have ever even planned for this to happen. And here we are. And it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So amazing. Thank you so much. You're so good at astrology. Oh, thank you. I love doing it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and for everyone that's listening, I think it's just a point for you to take is that there's so much expansion happening. Um, there's a lot of partnerships happening. There's a lot of creativity. And I think it's, again, it's all about that awakening process and almost in a sense, connecting with that inner child of being creative and connecting with what used to make me, not me, I, that, that slipped, but what used to make you happy. Um, and and connecting back with that and seeing how you can incorporate that into your adult's life. Absolutely. Inner child is so important. Oh, so important. <laughs> As we're talking, I'm like, we should be taking down bullet points. These are all massive things that we can yeah. talk multiple episodes for. <laughs> well, we'll have to we'll have to hit replay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was that was beautiful, Julia. Thank you. Well, so do we want to throw in our websites? Yeah, of course. So for everyone that's listening, um, you can find me at www.briannaroserebranding.com. Brianna has two N's and I am all over social media again at Miss Brianna Rose, M-S-B-R-I-A-N-N-A, Rose, R-O-S-E. And I just love connecting with people. So even if you just have like a spiritual question or a business question, shoot me a message and Julia can be found at the divine duo.com which was designed if you want to see brianna's work you can yes, see it. check it out yeah she designed my website so it's absolutely beautiful and same thing you can find me on social media there too um at the divine duo mm-hmm. and we both are uh, constantly having workshops going classes so feel free to check out our websites and see where we are because we're both located on long island so if you're local to here we are always into connecting with like-minded people um and it would be really fun to see our viewers in real life so again it's briannaroserebranding.com the divine duo and feel free to connect with us on our social media as well our next episode will be on april 11th it will be every other monday at 7 p.m and we hope to see you again and we're so excited to build this community with you and if there's anything you'd like for us to cover again feel free to shoot us a message or connect with us yeah definitely we want to 
cover what you guys, what's important to you guys as you're awakening. So definitely let us know and we'll be able to kind of mold the episodes around that because that's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks, thanks for checking us out. Yes. And thanks so much for, for tuning into the Awakens Life where new age babes can come to find some life and business tips. Absolutely. Yeah. Next, not next Monday, but Monday after that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>